Hello and welcome to B2B Better, the only podcast focused on helping early stage marketing teams do better than boring work. My name is Jason Bradwell and every week, apart from this week, I sit down with Whipsmart marketing leaders to talk about what it takes to build a modern day strategy that delivers actual business results and not vanity metrics. Each episode, including this one, is packed to the rafters with actionable insights and takeaways that you can put into practice today. Let me help you be better than boring. Here we go. So hello and welcome to B2B Better. Uh, What I meant by my introduction in that this being a slightly different episode than usual is that I'm flying solo. I don't actually have a guest to join me this week. Uh, They're all on summer vacation, but rest assured I've got plenty of great episodes lined up that will be... uh, landing in your inboxes sooner than you know it. I'm going to try and do this all in one take, so forgive me, it's not going to sound like the most polished episode I've ever done before, Um, but the sun's out and there is a pool waiting for me outside, ready for me to take a little dip. And uh, what is life if you can't take a dip in a nice cool pool on a summer afternoon? So I'm going to be talking today a little bit about webinars because if there's one thing we know over the last 12 months uh, during the pandemic, uh, more than 12 months now, 18 months coming up, is that webinars are something that people are fed up with. After a year of tuning in to seemingly hundreds of virtual events, you'd be forgiven for thinking that you'd sooner manage the direct messages of Heinz Beans after the announcement that they're discontinuing their flagship product rather than attend another webinar. And I get it. You know, webinars can be super dull with an extra helping of terrible when they aren't managed right. Dodgy connections from the speakers, uh, poorly prepared presenters, topics that are so bland they'd find themselves right at home on my grandmother's Sunday dinner table. Of course, I kid, my grandmother is a fantastic cook. I love her roast potatoes. But done right webinars can still be an incredibly bountiful exercise in B2B branding, not to mention that they can be an excellent means in which to hit those important metrics like lead generation that we're always being chased on as B2B marketers. You know, webinars have this inherent speed that's associated with their creation. They're much quicker, at least in my experience, to pull together than something like a, like a white paper or a case study or even a blog post, depending on the length of the thing. Um, you know, production of the asset of a webinar can be a fraction of the time that it takes to prepare something in the written form. Um, Of course, the repurposing value of webinars is incredible. You know, you can take the transcript from the audio, turn it into a blog post. You can cut up the clips for social media. You can take the audio and turn it into a podcast. There's 101 different ways that you can take a webinar or a video interview and turn it into something else. So that repurposing piece, super important. And Despite what you may think, B2B buyers actually like them. 91% rank webinars as their favorite content format, with over half engaging with them at least once a week. So the problem isn't actually with webinars as a content content format. It's that us, as marketers, have allowed the medium to fall into disrespute. Disrespute? Disrespute. Fallen down. Let's just say that. They've allowed the me- we've allowed the medium to fall down and become boring. But we can change that. From personal experience, I've run I've run webinars that have achieved 200 to 300% more ROI than I expected with just a few more s- small tweaks to the conventional format. So now I'm going to pass that wisdom on to you. I'm going to share with you nine tips plus a bonus tip, so really 10 tips before, uh, before during, and after a webinar that's going to take them from blech to brilliant. So let's start with number one. Before the webinar starts, don't stop off. Don't stop at a one-off event. So webinars struggle to have 
the impact and the longevity that they deserve because the information that's shared in them is often squeezed into a single 45-minute slot. You know, think about your favorite TV shows. If you were watching one-episode TV series that were 45 minutes to an hour, you wouldn't have the time to develop that relationship with the characters and with the story to really be bought in, right? So when it comes to producing webinars, you can help your message stick by covering a topic on a single topic from different angles over the course of a series rather than a single episode. So that's one thing to think about. Second tip, you can encourage signups by asking your audience to help define the agenda in advance of actually launching the series. So last year, G2, the peer-to-peer software review site, hosted one of the best examples of an online conference that I've ever seen from a B2B company. Why was it so good? I've actually written about it in my newsletter, B2B Byte. So I will drop the link uh, to my newsletter slash blog in the description of this episode. I'd recommend you check it out. Who, what is a marketer if they're not plugging their own stuff, right? Um, so anyway, the reason why GT, G2 did such a fantastic job is because they solicited feedback from attendees, from future attendees, on what they wanted to know specifically and then curated the sessions accordingly. So they, they had that kind of like built-in affinity with the with the with the webinars with the event before it actually even happened they felt they had a stake uh in in the content that was being produced so encourage your your audience to take part in that regard so the third tip i'd give is to work with your panelists to build hype in advance of the event i'm sorry to break it to you but odds are that the attendees of your webinar are signing up to hear from your speakers on an interesting subject rather than the fact that it's your company putting on a webinar. So work together with your guests in advance of the session to create a promotion plan that leverages their personal networks, whether that be on LinkedIn or Twitter or YouTube or even email, who knows, to get as many eyeballs on the event as possible. That's that's super important. And a bonus tip uh, for before the webinar Let's just ditch the word word webinar. You know, don't call it a webinar in your promotion. No one's world has ever been lit on fire by attending a webinar. Call it a masterclass, a seminar, a lecture, an expert talk. These are all better alternatives than the dreaded W word, particularly as we're all feeling somewhat saturated with them at the moment. Anyway, so four tips there for before your before your webinar, how to up the game. So let's talk about during the webinar. You wouldn't trust a person who has never been to sea to captain your cruise ship, so you want to take that same attitude when picking a moderator. Whoever you select is going to be responsible for managing the the ebb and the flow of the conversation. They're going to step in when the speaker starts to get a little bit salesy, despite you telling them not to, and they're going to help make the audience feel part of the conversation through a Q&A. It is not a job for the intern. And dare I say... It is not a job for your CEO or other senior level exec who's got no experience moderating a webinar. You need someone who's comfortable with a mic, who can have a conversation in front of a bunch of people without it descending into an off-the-cuff, you know, thinly veiled sales pitch. So, so be really careful about who you picked to moderate the session. Second tip for during a webinar you know, we, we B2B professionals love talking about ourselves. You know, I certainly do. I've got a podcast where I'm talking to myself right now. Um, but it is kind of the reason why marketing can get such a bad rap, you know, too much speaking at our customers rather than with our customers. So find a way to involve your attendees to help the message that you're trying to convey stick. Maybe it's a live contest, maybe an opportunity to, you know, break people out into kind of 
smaller groups where they can where they can network. Try and get creative in a, in turning your monologue into a dialogue. You know, turn the speech into a discussion. So that's the second tip. Third tip for during a webinar, I think that chat boxes are actually severely underutilized in the majority of webinars out there. Um, I can't remember the last time that I attended a webinar or a virtual video event where the chat box wasn't inundated with sales folk pitching their wares. And I, I don't really think that's the right kind of format for that kind of message. So you've got to really work on creating that part of the whole webinar experience um, and making it worth engaging with. And one of the ways that you can do that is you can task your colleagues within the business to act as kind of de facto hosts of the chat room. So ask them to get involved, engage with guests in the discussion, ask questions of the attendees, you know, try and get some feedback, solicit some feedback in real time. And, and this may not go down well with certain people, consider banning your salespeople, you know, from 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 the chat room. Unless they pinky promise you they're not going to pitch because that is not the format for it. It turns people off. So if if they are going to be in there, they got to they got to promise you, get in writing. They're not going to pitch. They're actually going to be there to engage, ask questions, get feedback um, from from guests in real time in a way that makes it a value add rather than something you want to steer clear of. So we've gone over before, during a webinar. Let's close off with after the webinar. How can you? Take your take take your webinars to, to the next level um, once the uh, the stop button has been pressed. So you've hit the big red end button with relief. You pour yourself a big glass of something brown. No trip ups to speak of. Each speaker stayed on message. Mission success. Job done. But not quite. You still got some work to do. Now you've got to squeeze that video for as much fresh content juice as possible. Get the recording up as quickly as possible for anyone who's missed the live event. That's your first move. Um, And then, you know, send an email out to all attendees to thank them for, for, for joining you during, during the webinar, but also providing a link to the on-demand version for if they missed it, they can watch it for the first time. If they attended and they want to, you know, watch it again or highlight a particular, get to a particular highlight or something, they can do that straight away. So, so that's super important. So the second tip is people are going to want to share the content. If it was good, if it was good enough, they're going to want to find a way to uh, amplify it across their social media channels. And if they don't necessarily do that naturally, you can certainly put in the ask. But you got to make it easy for them. So once the event is finished and you're sending that email with the on-demand event, with the on-demand uh, content, prepare like a one-click tweet directly embedded within the email that they can share fr- from their inbox. Um, after they have tuned out of the webinar and they're feeling good about what they learned, they're going to very quickly be sucked into the next thing in their in their working day. So you've got to make it as smooth and as seamless as possible for them to, to share that content um, before too much time passes and they forget even why they, they enjoyed it. So that kind of one click tweet embedded within the inbox can be, you know, a little, a little trick there to, to help make that happen. And the final tip for after the webinar is if you follow me for a while, you know how much of a believer I am in the power of employee advocacy as a means to drive as a means to drive brand awareness. Um, I've interviewed 
a bunch of folk on this podcast. Um, uh, my latest episode was with Katie last week where we talked about how do you prepare uh, employees to be advocates for your business. This is the untapped opportunity in my eyes for small um, early stage marketing teams on how they can do more with less. So one thing to consider with your webinars, you know, what if you worked with your colleagues to create a program of thought leadership on the content of that webinar once the live event is actually finished? Think blog posts, LinkedIn articles, follow-up webinars. How can you kind of give that those assets to your, your colleagues en masse, give them the tools and support they need to, you know, pump out all that additional messaging um, and, and collateral around the core piece ultimately driving traffic back to the to the webinar itself that you've got up on demand so you know find a way to kind of harness and leverage that employee base um, to, to get the message out there I guess as a takeaway from all of this is you know webinars are far from dead you know with the right subject matter guest speakers and, and promotion behind them they can be one of the most effective tools in a content marketers arsenal you know it comes down to deciding how you want to switch it though from a monologue to a dialogue with your audience. So webinars, not dead, still got a lot of juice in them if you do it right. This has been a fun episode to record, a short episode to record this week. I've got a really interesting interview uh, coming out next Thursday with the wonderful Sophie Hill, who is a marketing executive, marketing executive, I should say, for a almost 200-year-old manufacturing brand um, they build metal tubes and uh, i had a lot of fun talking with her about how she recently did a rebrand of of rothley is the company she works for um, how they're uh, shifting their focus to target a slightly younger um, uh, more female demographic um, and how she's finding harmonies between the amazing legacy that rothley has with modern day marketing techniques so look out for that in your inbox uh, if you sign up to b2b bite or if uh, you just listen to the podcast it will be out on spotify apple and other directories of um of of good of good reputation uh next thursday until then have a great week have a great weekend and you will hear from me soon ta-ra